Irving drives inside. Shot is good. Oh, spectacular move there from Kyrie Irving. It's back up to nine. That was the call last night on ABC slash ESPN. We are getting trolled by Filthy right next to us. Of course, they got to put us right next to Eagles Radio. And they're sitting there with their guests saying, Dallas is next to us. You know what they're talking about today? Kyrie Irving. They're talking basketball for the 28th straight year. They're thinking they can fix Kyrie. So I sat there and took one of these little Twix bars and chunked it over there (laughs) and hit the lead host in the leg. He picks it up, smiles, and goes, I give you guys cigars and you give me Twix. (laughs) The worst thing is, and I'll probably get in trouble saying this, I got to. I still like these guys so much better than our own Odyssey They've Philly been station. Very nice. I know they're like they're 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 they're, they're likable, hateable. They're they much br- better than WIP. They brought Chop a cord. They brought over like cigars, microphone Chop. Yeah, get it. Oh, there, there it's not up. What the heck? <laughs> Dang it, DJ. Blame someone. Uh, yeah, <laughs> blame someone else. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, they brought me. I needed a cord to charge my uh, my headphones. We're not. We're not charging, Bobby. What's going on here? It's uh, just a slow charge, I guess. I don't so know. So I had to charge my 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 my. Yeah. Air, earbuds, whatever the hell you call them. So they're making fun of us talking about Kyrie here at radio. But, look, it's fun to talk about Kyrie. We have to take it in terms of the trash talk, but we're talking about him because of the debut. Kyrie Irving scores 24 points, makes sure everybody gets involved, and the Dallas Mavericks go into L.A. and beat the Clippers 110-104. to 104. That was really, really fun and impressive. Uh, especially the beginning. I mean, they were on fire. Uh, their first their first quarter was was tremendous. And we were then, talking smack in this Phoenix bar. Uh, they, I said this is the only place that we can go as a Mavs fan to irritate a fan base. We can't go anywhere else and have anyone care about Mavs fans over Phoenix, Arizona. And Reggie Bullock and Tim Hardaway and Theo Pinson gave us some uh, some trash talking rights in the beginning. And then you know you know the Clippers did a uh, you know they they came back, but that was a lot of that was on the Mavs. The Mavs just. Decided to go cold. A lot of turnovers, too. You had some turnovers, but look, it's it, it was a good performance. Everything was going to be judged by the beginning of this game, um, just because that's the first thing that you think of. That's the, that's the first uh, impression. The first impressions last a long, long time. You know, Kyrie seamlessly fit in in the beginning. Uh, it, it was a very good start. Here's the new kid in town on last night's performance no just selfless basketball out there playing the right way uh, i was telling the guys in the locker room i just like how we didn't panic in those last four minutes uh we stayed poised and they made their their runs but we made everything tough um just felt good to get this debut out of the way just been a long 96 hours barely any sleep sometimes and um just packing my stuff it was the first time i ever got traded in the middle of the season so it's new for me um but i'm excited that i'm here and uh, just keep things rolling now I was holding my breath, like, in all of his post-game pressers. Mm-hmm. He did the interview on the court. I'm like, can he be generic? Can he? Is it possible for him to be generic? And he was generic. He's just yeah. like, day by day, I'm happy. He goes into the presser. He gives that quote. So, one for one, baby. Good to go. Full Jason Garrett, baby. Full Some, Jason something, Garrett. something about uh, Dallas. Nothing wrong with that. Brings it out of people. He was also asked, he was asked, I think, the first question of the post-game presser about the breaking news that Kevin Durant has been traded to the Phoenix Suns. He had a bunch of role players and four unprotected. What's wrong? What's Nothing. going on? Nothing. I just looked over there. He just looked. And what are you looking at? You're sending I'm, me something? Is something yeah. going on? No, I just was sending you something to look at. Well, stop okay. looking. It's, I don't know. 
I was just I was it's a it's a Tony Bruno post about Michael. That okay, was Michael yeah. Irvin. All right, we'll get to it in just a second. Yeah. Uh, so Kevin Durant now joins up with Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Ayton. Mm. How about that big four in the Western Conference? Here's Kyrie on his former teammate being dealt. Uh, well, it's not the first time we'll be uh, compet- in competition as brothers. Uh, I'm just praying for his happiness and praying for his well-being. Uh, we had a lot of conversations throughout the year of, um, you know, what our futures were going to look like. There was still a level of uncertainty. Uh, but we just cared about seeing each other be places that uh, we can thrive. And whether that be together or whether that be apart, there's never been one moment where I felt like um, he's been angry at me for decisions I've made or I've been angry at him. Um, we've just tried to understand each other a lot better and um, grow as human beings, grow as brothers. Um, you know, his business changes so quickly. Um, he's getting a little bit older. I'm getting a little bit older. I just love the competition now that we can be in the same conference, and, and I welcome all that. You know, get to see him a little bit more, probably playing against Phoenix a lot more, and um, that's what I'm looking forward to. Everything else in, in between, I, I just am glad that uh, he got out of there. So there's Kyrie talking about Kevin Durant, and the West is fun again. It's, it's, well, it's loaded. Loaded. I mean, from, from a, from a top-heavy talent standpoint, you know, is it as good as the East? I mean, yeah, you could you could make the case that it is it is, it is better again. Um, you could absolutely make that case. You couldn't have said that two days ago, or three days ago, I guess. Uh, and now now it's about figuring out the order of power in the Western Conference again. And and, and the Mavericks were in a really good sh- spot to come out of this conference yesterday. How has that changed in the last six hours? Quite a bit. Put us behind Phoenix. Talent-wise. I think so. I mean, uh, you know, it, it, Phoenix has got four legitimate, really, really good NBA players. Like, you know, a couple of greats, or one great, one all-time great, uh, two very, very goods, and then a really nice big man role player. And what were the Nets thinking in trading for win-now players in Spencer Dimwitty and Dorian Finney-Smith? Why not take the Lakers deal? Instead of being billionaire petty, as Draymond called it, he said billionaire petty is a different type of petty. And they could have had six first-round picks right now this morning unless Kevin Durant like promised them behind the scenes that he wanted to stay if they could work out a deal to could win now. It or they misread his relationship with Kyrie and thought that Kevin Durant signed off on Kyrie leaving town. I would just like to think you had a better handle on your in-house it, situation. It, it could be that. They thought if we trade for players that could win, he'll stay. It was a shot. And they could say to themselves, you know, we we're going to get, get five first-rounders. The difference between five and six, that one extra first-rounder, which could be late in the draft, is that worth yeah. guaranteeing ourselves we lose KD? True. That's, that, that sounds really smart. Because they, they got one from us, right? They yeah. got a first. Yeah, they did. That's some second-round ammo. They, they asked yeah. for two ones from us. It looks like, you know, we saw Dallas had their big jump in the title odds when they acquired Kyrie. This morning, uh, there's a couple. DraftKings is one that's out this morning. They had the Suns outside the top ten. After the trade, they're now number two behind the Celtics for NBA winner. Celtics, then Phoenix? It's Celtics, then Phoenix. Wow. 877-881-1053. I know they're making fun of us over there in Filthy, but this is fun to talk about. I love it. Truckwreck.com, text sign. Meanwhile, the Dallas Stars using that second period in a blowout. That includes three overtime losses. Robertson drops it back off. Shot by Hitch. Score! The flip it 
Damn, Kenny Albert's good. That had to be a national yeah. call then, the, right, yep, on TNT? Yeah, it's on TNT. Uh, and they get the uh, the 4-1 victory. And listen, they won a game that was in regulation that wasn't tied at two at the end. I mean, that's just that's great. And First time in, like, uh, almost it's like two two to three weeks. And Minnesota's a good team. They are a good team. They ja- are a good team. Jamie Benn broke a scoreless tie 23 seconds into the second period, his 20th goal of the season. Yeah, and now they, they have a couple of days off. They take on the Tampa Bay Lightning on the ABC, the Big Boy Channel, national, another Ooh. national TV game uh, coming up over the weekend. Uh, there are reports. Now, did you watch this Michael Irvin video? I haven't seen the video yet because yeah. I can't have the, the uh, mute off of it, but I can see I see what the interaction is. Should we watch it with the sound in the commercial and yes. then come back and talk there, about no it? There's no sound. You can't hear it. I already listened. It's, you did? It's very, impl- it's very hard to hear. Okay. All uh, right, then, yeah, we can just read the tweet then from, from Tony Bruno. Uh, Tony Bruno, the, the sports talk radio host, who is also a friend of Michael Irvin's, uh, had tweeted last night, quote tweeted a video of Michael Irvin out and about on uh, Monday, and it says, "Our mice and media no filter coworkers actually in bar Sunday night with Michael Irvin." So this is Sunday, actually offered to buy him a drink. He declined. He was drinking club soda as he was working in the morning. Then they caught him in this vid and more. Plus, watched him walk alone into the ele- elevator. False accusations are not okay. So that's what Tony Bruno's saying, at least. Well, the, cl- the the club soda thing is immediately refuted, refuted by, Michael by Michael himself. Unless unless <laughs> Michael Michael said he had a couple drinks. Maybe Michael was done at that point and saying, no, I'm not drinking anymore. I'm having club soda the rest of the night. What's in the video, RJ? It's literally just uh, a, a video of, of somebody taking it from a table and Michael just what looks to be holding court. There's a guy in the foreground of the video. Then there's a guy on, if you're looking at it like a, from a clock standpoint, a guy at like ten o'clock, and there's a girl sitting down at like eleven, but in the background. Uh, so it doesn't. I mean, this doesn't show any. It's thirty seconds of Michael talking at the bar. This doesn't. It shows nothing. Which that's not the point. I think Tony Bruno is saying, "Look, we were there physically that night. Here's our people with him, and this is our account of what we saw him do last night. We watched him walk into the elevator by himself. I don't think the video shows anything yeah. other than look. Here's proof that we were with Michael, and this is what we saw that night. Okay, and he declined to drink. Uh, that they offered to buy, if they were there to watch him walk into the elevator and they're saying nothing happened, then that appears good for yeah. Michael. Yep. That, that appears good. So that is Tony Bruno, who I grew up listening to. God, I love some Tony Bruno. Is Tony. he out here? Is he on Radio yeah, Row? he's been out here. I've seen him a couple times. Is he times. here now? I don't think he's here right now, but I've seen him here a couple times. All right, let's find his table. Let's find his table yeah. and tell him to head on over here uh, and get on the show. Sean, RJ, and Bobby, we're live on the Fan Cam, Twitch, and YouTube here on DFW Sports Station 105.3. The Fan, is there a report that Zeke Elliott is ready to take his pay cut, Bobby? Yeah, uh, this report from uh, Tony Pauline about three weeks after everybody said he'd be willing to take a pay cut. Um, But the question is obviously going to be how much. Yes, Zeke is willing to. Yes, the Cowboys would like to keep him if he takes a pay cut. What, What does that mean? Is it the same thing as Vaughn Miller saying, I'd like to come there and play at a discount? And the Cowboys saying, we'd love to have you to discount. And then they see what each other means by discount, and they go, oh, no, never mind, I'm going to Buffalo. Like, I, I think that's more likely the case. Zeke is willing, but it's only to a point, and I, I don't know that it's going to be to the point that the Cowboys want. Well, he can go ahead and go to Buffalo. <laughs> uh, is he going to get faster up there? Hmm. Is he going to be able to hit a hole? Uh, there's there's no amount of money that would that would make me keep him. No. It, he's, his body, he's, he's past his prime. 
you know, once once you start that that dip, just move on. Meanwhile, how about the Chase Young story? Yeah, so there's talk. I don't know why my voice cracked there. That the <laughs> Commanders are not going to give him a fi- his fifth year option. They're not going to exercise it, and they're going to do this to like entice him to have a contract year, which seems like a really dumb thing to do because would the fifth year option not be cheaper than him having a good year and then re-signing him after this season and giving him a new extension now? Got to motivate. I got to mo- – Ron Rivera said it could be used for motivation God. like Deron Payne. Ch- Chase Young was a really good player his rookie year. He's been really hurt ever since then. And I think, you know, everybody thinks about like – Oh my gosh! Like Chase Young, and yeah, he he flashed a lot that rookie year, but his entire career in Washington, he's three years in, he still does not have double-digit career sacks. He has four fewer sacks through three years than Micah had as a rookie, and so yeah, they're probably thinking, look, you're you're likely wanting to command Micah Parsons type money, yeah. like that. That's the type of contract you're going to want to negotiate, and we got to see it. But I would still think pick up the fifth-year option yeah pick it up like it's a ballsy gutsy stupid move it makes it makes no sense it's washington though you risk offending the guy yeah it's like you know one of these teams gonna realize it's not your job to teach them a lesson it's your job to get the to, to build a roster at the peak value and this is not the way to do it headlines here from radio row two more shows This one and tomorrow from Phoenix, Arizona. That means two more giveaways. Let's send you to the Adam Sandler Show. Let's give you the tickets. Even if you don't want to go yourself, you can go ahead and give them away as an amazing Valentine's Day present. Or it can be a Valentine's Day gift. Adam Sandler ticket giveaway and Brian Mitchell, the Washington special teams legend, always spits fire. And he's going to, in this interview, talk about the Cowboys, Dan Snyder selling, and Jalen Hurts as well. Brian Mitchell and an Adam Sandler ticket giveaway next. An Adam Sandler ticket giveaway is coming up. Two more chances to win it this week here with Sean, RJ, and Bobby live from Radio Row here in Phoenix, Arizona on DFW Sports Station. This is the expressway. This is where we go commercial free till the top of the hour. So sometime from now till 8, an Adam Sandler ticket giveaway. And RJ Choppy, in the meantime, is going to remind us of the filth that we are sleeping and staying in uh, in our hotel. Yeah, so this is disgusting. Um, I, I saw this article, and I was I was really put off. Uh, almost as put off as I am by every time we get on the escalator and Bobby is holding on to the railing, going, like, up and down on the railing on the escalator. Oh, like the hand? I'm, so I have, I have – uh, Baby wipes my bag, right? Because I care everywhere. Because I'm not a Neanderthal. Right. I'm gonna go to you that. Just go escalator. to the bathroom barefoot. Right. I'm gonna go to that escalator. Public. And I'm gonna hold that baby wipe down on the escalator handle as it rubs over it, and I'm gonna show you how black it is and brown. Oh. Have you done that before? Uh, It's disgusting. Really? It's disgusting. Now, if this place is, they clean it, then we're screwed. Why do you do that as a germaphobe? Uh, I honestly hadn't even thought about it till he said. I just, I stand there. I like. I do I do that with like the uh, the rails like uh, you know on the side like the train the trams railways railways, the trams I don't want to uh, with your mom I don't I don't want to grab that even in a car like in an Uber sometimes I like to grab like the uh, the grip up top the o the o blank handle and I think about that the germs and then I risk 
wanting to fall over in the tram by not grabbing anything, but I'm just thinking about the germs. Yeah. That are, I need to start traveling with gloves. I have cooking latex gloves. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Slicing the brisket and grabbing the barbecue. I need to put those on, and that could be the new COVID. That could be the new COVID mask. Wearing gloves for out in public. There you go. For, for, so when I get on the escalator, I'm gonna sit there and put on the glove and hold it while going down and then take it off yeah. and throw it away. So well, this Twolo Vader in the Twitch is saying use elbows to brace yourself on on the escalator. No one, but you don't need to brace yourself you don't need to brace at yourself. all. I like Just to be I an like, athlete. I like Just to take walk on it. An athlete. Yeah, you're, I, you're getting ready to show off your golf swing to Brian Mitchell here, which but was you have to beautiful, hold on for dear life. Which was beautiful. Do you think that you are gonna fall? Or trip? No, I just usually, like, I'm standing usually on two steps. I don't stand on one single step. I usually have one foot down, one foot up on the next. So I'm kind of like that. And so that's a little bit more of an unstable position as it's moving. So I just, like, yeah, put my hands on it. You finally met your match. Like, I know. A lot of your quirks, half are, half are there, half are made up. But this this is full. This is something different. This is full quirk. Yeah, I'm going to have to become a normal, I'm going to have to become a regular person now. Tell the people what you did with the bathroom yesterday. Oh, yeah. I didn't take a shower. We're going out at 7. We're going to leave at 7. And I put off doing my shower till 6.45 because when I got back to the hotel room, I had to use the restroom and I couldn't get down to the lobby in time. So I needed to give it the proper amount of time to clear out before I showered before the steam particles would mix. So he actually used his own toilet, but he had to kill time so he didn't shower in the same room. So he went to like the nosebleeds room to kill 45 minutes. Which we talked about. uh, We talked about bathroom stuff with Hagee in the nosebleeds room. So strange. I mean, look, I support all these quirks, but some of these are just a little bit uh, a little bit much. Uh, So this hotel room study, this survey showed that or study showed that. 81% 81% of surfaces in a hotel room are covered in fecal matter from the previous occupant. Fecal matter? Yeah. How? I, I, people particles? are disgusting in general. Poop particles Particles everywhere. like the ones I don't want mixing with the steam in my shower? I don't sound so crazy anymore, do no, I? No, you sound crazy. But, like, so... Or a former person that we used to work with, he... I can't remember his wipe ratio. He was, like, one out of every five, like... Rear end, yeah. Like the ghost wipe. Wa- wash his hands after. Oh yeah. Hey, he only he only washed if he actually got something on him. Yeah. It's Ew. Disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. Have you ever heard of that? No. Have you ever heard? Like sometimes RJ and I will shortcut it in the bathroom if we go to the urinal. If we pee and no one's in there, we open the door and we walk out. I won't. We won't wash every single time after peeing if there's no backspace. I mean, we're, we're being I truthful. So, but n- what? I will, because remember you said you you felt socially shamed to do it because we were in the bathroom at the same time. Yeah, because of freaking Legrande, those uh, big mouse, like trying to shame yeah. us. Uh, meanwhile, the stuff that the crimes they commit. Oh in there. my God, but murder I, scenes. But I've never heard anybody, anybody, not wash. After I, number two, I know. I agree. I agree. Yeah, but so like, I guess that's how the particles would be spread out in the hotel room. That's how they'd be spread out. I, I worked with a guy who he wouldn't wash his hands going afterwards. He would just hit the the hand sanitizer after you going number two at work. Can you honestly really just give me a wipe right now? Yeah, it's 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 making me feel grimy. My hands, um, like just talking. About <laughs> oh no, you're out. They're at home. Wow. They're in the hotel room. Dad, gummit, I gotta go too. I'm going to get some paper towels and wet them down, clean it up. Ew. How's this toilet paper? In here or the uh, hotel? Oh, I don't know. I haven't gone here. I would never go here. It was okay. It was fine. (laughs) I went there the other day. Okay. Um, So, 
other things like the in-room ice bucket. So this was a Walchuk thing from from California. You know, oh my god! We, Don't so, tell me he used the ice bucket without the bag. He used the ice bucket without the bag. So we, Sarah and I walked down because Sarah was, we walked down to get the ice, and Walchuk's there, and he goes and he puts his ice bucket in without the bag, and she's elbowing me on the side like, what is this guy what doing? Is this? What is he doing? I guess, I guess it's not the craziest thing because what else is ever going in the ice bucket? Uh, I'll tell you what goes in the ice bucket. People who bring pets to hotel rooms use the ice bucket for their water bowl. And they don't wash them. <laughs> so, dude, like, I mean, they, oh, my <laughs> God. I, like, I had heard. Uh, I haven't even thought about pets in the room. Like, like stewardesses and stuff when they do the. Uh, the, the I'm sorry. What? What is it? What are, give me flight the word. Attendance? Flight attendant. It's steward. I, steward. steward. What is, year is this? I think this sounds uh, 30 years. Whatever, whatever, whatever the hell it is. Flight <laughs> Bobby ordered beef wellington flight, last night at dinner. Even Philadelphia is making fun of you that, over that's there for fine. that one. That's fine. My God. Flight attendants. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Let's ask them about Ishka Bibbles during the next break. Flight attendants. I, uh, they, I had heard that, like, occasionally, like, flight attendants in, in their stopover to wash their underwear will use yeah. the coffee pot. And I haven't used the coffee pot ever since. Wait a second. Like they to use, wash, they it. wash their They'll underwear. Use it to in the wash it in pot? the coffee pot. Yeah. Flight attendants on the coffee mm-hmm. pot. Yeah. I don't know. I heard it on a travel show. Okay. Uh, so a former hotel employee says you should always wipe down the TV remote with a Clorox wipe. Uh, do not jump into bed without setting covers somewhere else. Those yeah. bedspreads get cleaned once a year. Don't sit on those. Uh, Look, man, I'm just looking for one hair. I'm looking if, if I don't see a hair in the bathtub and if I don't see a hair on those white sheets. Then I'm just I'm I'm going in. Yeah, I'm going in. I I, I thought about taking a bath. Well, interestingly I thought about enough, taking a bath in this, but I was like, no, I'm it, not going to lay down. It on this. mentions in the article if you are going to take a bath, you should go to the store and buy tarp first and lay the tarp down, like a clear plastic tarp. Yeah, like like one of these bad boys, like a clear plastic tarp yeah. in the in the thing. So like I'm getting ready to cut up a body in there. Yeah. So stay yeah, like your Dexter. So stay away. Yeah. Uh, stay away from that. Okay. Uh, do you want liking picks or Leo DiCaprio? Let's go. Let's go DiCaprio. All right. So there was a now. Now they have since denied this, but there was a TMZ type rumor of 48 year old Leonardo DiCaprio in some form of a romance with uh, Eden Polani, who is a 19 year old Israeli model. He's 48. He's 48, Damn. and she is 19. Now, he has a, a rule of sorts uh, that he does not date past 25. So it doesn't matter if it was Giselle or Bar. Is it Bar Raffelli or Raffaelli, whatever? Yeah. At the moment they turn 25, gone. Cut. Cut. And this goes back to him being like 27 years old. Uh, so he cuts you as soon as you get to the age of 25. Yeah. And he is getting a little bit dragged on social media. People are calling him a predator. Yeah. He's 48. She's 19. Calling him a predator, or yeah. you know, like uh, I, I mean, any kind of name in the book you could possibly come at. It's creepy. It just is. It is nineteen. Come on, bro. see what it like. What uh, it's have, legal, but it's creepy. No, obviously, it's legal. Yeah, it's legal. But I would like I would if I was single now, I wouldn't date a nineteen-year-old. You have nothing in common with them. You can't have a conversation. They're right. just they're 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 at like different points of their life. Now it was unless they have daddy issues and like need a father figure. Sure, I, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I heard. Yeah, I can totally see that. One. It's true. That's yeah, the only way, right? right? I, yeah. I, Imagine if your daughter what, mm-hmm. on the dating nightmare scale. Would you rather her date like the punk kid, exactly her age, and she's nineteen, or 
a 40-year-old. At uh, 19? Uh, the punk kid. The punk kid. The punk kid. Yeah. But, you know, I, I have heard uh, an interesting theory, which is, you know how, like, generally the, the when, you know, couples get together as adults, it's, it's not uncommon to see, like, three, four, five years age difference, usually the guy being older. Yeah. And I heard somebody suggested it. Uh, I can't remember who this was. Suggested that girls are, or, or women are generally more mature than than men at right. the same age. So they end up having to go a few years above to find somebody that's going to kind of match their maturity right. level. Yeah, that is a, that's a good. Theory. And so as a 19 year old, yeah, I would rather my daughter date a. I'd rather she not date at all at 19. But at 19, uh, like a, a 24 year old instead of a 19 year old or a 40 year old. I'd probably feel better about 24. Look at my mom's text she just sent me at the bottom. Read it. Ha! You guys, <laughs> you guys sound like a bunch of girls. Germs are everywhere. Get over it. Now, listen, I I, I don't disagree. Wow, she's trying to get canceled? I don't disagree <laughs> with that. I don't disagree. Germs are everywhere. Get over it. But it doesn't mean that you just completely ignore them. Yeah. You can still be clean. I agree. Like, I think we are, you know, I like dirt on me every now and then. Like, give me, <laughs> give me some germs so I can... Build my immune system. That doesn't mean I want to invite them. All right, let's talk NFC East. Let's talk Cowboys. Let's talk my DUI. Let's talk Bobby's golf game. As yesterday, we caught up with my boy, my former weekend radio host. He spits fire in D.C. He was a return man legend for the Washington Redskins, now the Commanders, Brian Mitchell on Sean and RJ. Joining us now in the A number one air hot seat on the home of the Cowboys, my old radio friend, Washington football legend, part of the Sports Gumbo podcast, Brian Mitchell. B. Mitch, what's up, man? I'm chilling, man. How you doing? So, my... Uh, I'm sure I'm not going to combust, huh? Combust? Talking to a Dallas show, oh. and I, <laughs> you know I'm a Philly and New York and... Washington, man. Okay. <laughs> so you're all the enemies. Your second, your second allegiance is Philly, then. Yeah. So you're rooting for them Sunday. Uh yeah, a little bit, but I, I, I also have a great allegiance to Andy Reid. He's my coach for three years, so uh, I just, I just think when he has two weeks to prepare, he's going, he's going to find something. But that defense for Philly is special. So you, it's like right now, I'm, I'm, I'm I, I try to figure out bets. That's gonna make it so I don't have to be pulling for one side or the other. Right. So I'm looking at some over under type stuff and mm-hmm. who's gonna score some touchdowns. Do you do you think that the NFC East is still gonna keep being a Dallas Philly toss up or Philly is now a long term problem? I think Philly's a problem. Uh, you look at them right now and uh, you look at how that offensive line is, the, the the weapons that they have, and then their defense got damn good real quick. Uh, they're gonna be a problem. Um, you know. One thing that what Philly is doing, Philly is reaching the goals that they set. You know, Dallas got to find a way to reach those goals, man, where last year they went into the season they, and then they get those injuries come at an inopportune time for them. And, you know, I always tell people when a team is as healthy as Philly has been, you got to take full advantage of that because being healthy two weeks in a, two years in a row, that rarely happens. What's Dallas missing? I don't know if I don't know how much leadership in the coaching ranks right then for them is great. Oh, because when we look at a lot of these coaching coaches out here, they know how to get the absolute best every week out of their team. You know, right now it seems like they'll go somewhere, then they fall off. But they have all the talent in the world. You know, and you I believe I, in the quarterback. I think Dak has to make. He has to show me he can get it done. You can't keep talking about it. 
And for me, I don't know this little thing they're playing with, with uh, Zeke. And Pollard is the best running back on their football team. Stop wasting your time with Zeke. Move on. But are you going to give Pollard a deal in today's NFL where they don't give running backs contracts anymore? But they don't give him that type of money, but they're going to have, have to give him a little bit more. But how much money is Zeke making? And he's not giving you anywhere close to that. You know what I mean? So uh, I just – I watch Pollard and running backs like him, the guys that can – split out and do different things, they seem to be more important. But the dude running the ball at the backfield, he's shown he's capable of doing that too. You know, so I just think that you got to – what you have to do is find a way to get the best out of a player when they're making the least. Do you guys make fun of Jerry Jones there like we make fun of Snyder? We mess with Jerry, but you know what? Jerry Jerry knows what he's – Jerry knows how to make money. And that's what Jerry's there to do. And, and, and Jerry dips his nose into stuff, but the NFL loves Jerry because Jerry – Makes the NFL a lot of money, too. Which, okay, but what about him with the football side? Does he know how to win? <laughs> uh, you know, he, he, I think Jerry gets away with stuff because he played. You know, he played a little bit and things of that nature. So he gets away with it. But in Washington, a lot of people love the fact that Jerry is, is highly involved because when he's involved, things don't work out how it's supposed to work out. Brian Mitchell, the Washington legend, joining us here on 105 Through the Fan. So is Snyder, is this thing over? He's selling? I'm hearing today that they say right around March things are supposed to be happening. So I think uh, there are people waiting. They're like waiting the whole, for it like to the happen. Whole district. There's people. There's parades being planned and house parties and everything <laughs> else. So they they want it to happen. What was your relationship with them? Now you spit fire. We even replay your stuff on local mm-hmm. NBC. Uh, you've never you never backed down. Even when I was with you way back when. What, what, what's your relationship with them? I've always had a good relationship with them. I, never, I didn't like Vinny Serrato at all. But the thing about it, like my thing I've told Dan, I say you have to learn to speak for yourself sometimes because too many people get to a position and they want to let other people speak for them. Yeah. And I have talked to the guy where the guy shows a personality, but nobody knows that he has one nobody. because he never says anything. So he has to have the opportunity to, to, to go out and speak and speak for himself and stop always allowing everybody to speak for you. I'll, I'll put you in the GM chair for Washington. Do you want them to draft a quarterback or sign slash trade for a Garoppolo, Carr, whatever, or uh, go what you got? I'm past that going to get other people's uh, problems. Uh, I think right now Jalen Hurts was drafted in Philly. Jalen Hurts was not the guy he is right now. Some coaches put some time into him and look at what he's doing now. If they, if they believe that they – got a steal with Sam Howell. Sam Howell was projected to be a first-round that stayed yeah. in college. All of his guys left, so he ends up getting in the fifth round. If Sam Howell can go and become, in a year or two, similar to a Jalen Hurst, if you have the right people to, 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 to bring him along, then you may have somebody there. But, but when you go out and you go get somebody else's player and you pay them top dollar automatically, you, don't be, you can't build a team that way. Sam Howell's on a rookie contract. Are you disappointed with – where the Dallas-Washington rivalry has devolved yeah, to. Yeah, <laughs> Because, I mean, right now the games come on and we're trying to motivate, get things in. No, nah, nobody really cares. Like, right, I can remember back in the day, dude, it, the tension was so thick that you can cut it with a knife. And now it's not like that anymore. Well, and you, I so think it's even Philadelphia against Dallas is, yeah. is probably more now. So yeah. you, you played with all three NFC's teams. Mm-hmm. So where, where, where was the most intense hatred in the locker rooms that you played for? Uh, I think when I got to Philly, I found a new level of hate. <laughs> like I, I, we we didn't like Dallas. You grow up that way, but when I got to Philly, man, they're serious about. 
their passion for their team. And I was very much just like that town. So I, I, it was a great fit for me because that's the way I was raised. I got, I got a military dad where, you know, you tell people exactly what you feel. You look them in their eyes and you keep moving. If you don't like them, tell them, you know. And that's the way I've always been. So. Yeah. Are you a Daniel Jones believer now? If they pay him, will that I be think, good for the rest of us in the division? I think Daniel Jones got coached finally. You watch, they didn't try to stop him from running the football, but they made him come a better decision maker. And they say still run, but they want him to protect himself more. I think that's what you have to do. Coaches come in too much and want to tell a guy how to play. The guy's been playing football a long time. He knows how to play. So what you do, you get him in there and you try to help him get better at what he does, but also show him how to protect himself. Brian Mitchell joining us in the A number one air hot seat here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby, home of the Cowboys, 105.3 The Fan. All right, we got some quick hitters for you. Your return specialist, return legend. Devin Hester, is he a Hall of Famer? Yeah. Well, you think he should have been in the first ballot? I think he should have went the first ballot. Okay. Yeah. Darren Woodson. I think he is. Trent Dilfer said he's not impressed by Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady because of the easy way they have it offensively versus back in the day. To that you say? I say, Trent Dilfer, stop talking. (laughs) (laughs) You you are a Super Bowl winner because your defense scored more points than you. Agreed. Let's be real. Okay. (laughs) Because, like, Aaron and Tom know they're not what they were before. Hell, Tom almost 50 years old. Yeah. And Aaron is starting to jump up there too. But I, I think I just think that guys today like to say some outlandish s yeah. to make sure that they could get. Yeah. I, who do you love on national TV? These analyst guys, and who's someone you just can't stand? Some of them, I, I, I've always liked Sims, and I Phil, it, Steve, no Chris, Chris. Now nah, he's pissing me off. Top button. What is the top? He's right behind you. It's how, the top button. How do he tick you care. off? <laughs> <laughs> but it's something pissed me off. It's just, it's just it's some, saying some weird stuff sometimes. Well, yeah. he, I mean, he, he was he was dogging Hurts all last week, what, and now what, now today no, he took a walk But what back. is it about? I mean, people don't like Hurts. Why? Well, he, the, all he yeah, does. Bobby. This guy will tell you because he's a, he's a running back. No, it's not that. No, that's the Lamar joke. Lamar's oh, a yeah. running back. Uh, Hurts has become a better passer. He has become a better passer. To me, I just think that Hurts is still a mid-tier passer and if you take away that that ability to run he's not going to get some of the same soft looks but that's the thing about it he shifted in his seat the way that team is right now for you to take away that threat for him to run you better have a bad he's 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 a great weapon i just would have probably 10 to 12 quarterbacks i would want before him but you can take them but the thing about it this is what i say everybody can't pass the ball like a pat mahomes yeah right and jalen hurst can he he makes he makes referee. He makes defensive coordinators wake up with gray hair. Mm. You know Elliot Parks is he's a Philly guy. He's like a reporter. He tweeted Elliot Shore Parks. Elliot yeah. Shore Parks. He tweeted today. It's a fact that everyone would rather have Hurts as their prototypical build for the next quarterback versus Mahomes, and he's getting laughed at off the face of the earth. Do you agree with him? I, I don't think you can go and, and try to compare those. Those two tools are totally mm-hmm. two dudes are totally different. But the offense that Philadelphia runs. It's not many quarterbacks that fits it better than what Jalen Hurst does. Do, do you think in today's game a prototypical pocket passer who's 22 years old coming to the league will work the way a Hurts type will who can use their feet? If he can move around, it'll help him. But if he's not a runner, he's going to have problems. This was our huge fight last the week. The guy has to be 
somebody that's naturally adept at running the football, mm-hmm. like a lot of guys were. Because in this day and age, this game is getting faster. Yeah, those defensive linemen are getting a little smaller, a little quicker. That slug, that big club foot quarterback, don't work anymore. And but a lot of people are stuck in that. And the game of football is changing. Because look at the linebackers. Okay, I had Navarro Bowman on my show the other day. Navarro was 255 to 260 at linebacker. Right now, those guys are 218 to 220. Yeah. So this game is getting faster, and you got to adjust to that. Because all of the – like, Tom Brady worked so long because Tom Brady knew what the hell was going on before it happened. And all quarterbacks do not What's your, study uh, like Tom did. Or Dan Orlowski, uh, who we – fought with yesterday uh, came out of this top five do you have your top three quarterbacks in order the reason I'm bringing this up is we broke out in an Elway fight last week these two are so disrespectful to my boy the great John Elway mm-hmm. you played against them John Elway a little bit overrated where's he on your list I don't know he's not in my top he's not in my top I don't think he's uh say 10 say 10, say 10. no he's say not 10. top three for me is okay. he top 10 oh yeah Oh yeah! All right, yeah. who's three? Right. Who's top three? In top three, I'm gonna go with the people I love. I love Tom. Mm-hmm. I love Joe Montana. Okay. And Marino, Far Peyton. You know what? I, I oh, oh, say I, something bad I'm, about Peyton. I, Manning. I'm not. I'm I, Peyton. 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 I, I I respect Peyton, but my thing is Marino. It, the way he threw the football. I, I started throwing the ball like Marino, that quick yeah. from the ear thing. <laughs> the release. And then I, I'm, after like three years, I'm like, how the hell does he get all that velocity on this football? He was just a different dude. Uh, Marino, he, 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 he was a bad man, but I, I'm not throwing Pat up there just yet. I think when Pat's career is getting close to the end, Pat could go up there. But right now, he hasn't done what those other guys have done. But I could see it happening. I could definitely see it happening because okay. he gets four to 4,500 yards just waking up. Okay. Troy or Elway? Troy Aikman or Elway? Yeah. i go with Elway over Troy. Oh, man. Yeah. Right, and the reason I said is with Troy, when you start looking at Troy numbers compared to all these other Hall of Fame quarterbacks, mm-hmm. they're not close. Right. He had, the, he had the absolute best offensive line in the world. He had probably one of the best running backs to ever play. And Michael was shoving everybody, pushing them off. <laughs> and nobody could get stuck. He was too big for these uh, cornerbacks. All right. Roger Goodell said today, officiating has never been better. Roger Goodell's on crack. <laughs> <laughs> this is, they missed so much this year. This team, this league, the, 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 NF, the referees have been horrible this year. Yeah. I mean, they missed so many face masks and helmet-to-helmet hits and differently wide open. They don't call it. And if, if he – like, he always – like, you don't want anybody to start thinking that the league, the league is rigged. You start hearing people saying that. Well, stop these referees from some of these bogus calls or non-calls. Jerry Jones comes on our show and station – multiple times and keeps saying and suggesting that it's actually ridiculous with the grass versus turf argument. Every player says grass. Jerry says all the research shows turf. You played on both. Is there any argument? I think the the turf I played on was horrible. Yeah. The stuff they're playing on today is a little better than that. Uh, And I think the way they like it, because when you put down that stuff, it doesn't basically – you've got to upkeep of grass yep. is what's going to cost them. They don't have to do much upkeep. But believe me, if they're fighting for it, there's some kind of way of getting some kickbacks. Yeah, I'm sure they can't have their 
uh, yeah, you can't concerts. concerts and all your yeah. other and that's lacrosse what games, and soccer. Yeah, because the, like, look, man, you can't beat grass. You can, so you, you now you find out about the carcinogens and everything in the with the, the new turf. Yep. Because all of the, the ground up tires and all that crazy stuff. So it's it's a problem coming from somewhere. And I'm, it's it, you know kids are growing up playing on it. Yeah. I mean every high school in Texas has got a you know turf uh, mm-hmm. uh, football field. <laughs> I mean they, they're they're playing on this from seven years old. How many yeah. rounds of golf you got scheduled out here? Uh, just three. Chop, you want to talk golf? He's our diehard golfer. This I'm on man. my way when I leave here. What about me? This man, all right. This, this guy. Evaluate geez. his swing, Brian. He is. All right, t- t- wait, tell him what he says. So he's never played around a round of golf before uh-huh. in his life, ever. He never swung a golf. He never got a top golf. Never like that. picked up a club. He says he could go out there and break eighty in how many rounds? First time. First, First time, time out. Damn. Shoot eighty. I told him I would let him tee off on the green. That's not happening. <laughs> I would let him tee off on the green, and he wouldn't break. I'm, I'm going to shoot eighty the first time, and that's just because it's the first time out. Yeah, after, after, a little, after a little bit of muscle <laughs> memory, he couldn't shoot eighty on the front. <laughs> Low seventies, probably after a couple of rounds. I, I'd Show him your swing, then. All right, all right, all right. So here's what we do: we he keep, just this, thinks it's we that keep easy. this back leg steady. We're going to kind of point the toe out a little bit, open right. the hips up. So then we count and we just. Yeah. You see where his eyes went over there? <laughs> Did you see that? See, his eyes were looking back over there. What do you think, B? <laughs> what do you think, B? Uh, I think you'll shoot at least 175. I got a $500 bet on it. I got a $500 bet on it. You must 80. think it's just the putts you're going to be doing. No, I just uh, I, I trust myself as a natural athlete. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, what's going on? Sports Gumbo Podcast on Believe. Yeah. Me and Leslie Shepard, uh, you know, you, you know me being I like to cook. Yeah, and I just felt incorporating the food aspect and the sports together, and gumbo is basically some of everything you can get. And I talk about all sports, so sports gumbo, sports gumbo. Brian Mitchell. So before I left DC, uh, Brian Brian had a celebratory bottle of Patron, and he's like, "Let's have a drink." What I didn't tell Brian. I was still on a breathalyzer from getting in trouble with a DUI. <laughs> so I'm, sit- I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I'm, I can have drinks with Brian Mitchell. I can sit here and hang out. I grew up watching this guy sitting there in Maryland. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to take the drinks, and I'm just going to wait it out here and wait for this to wear off until I can drive back two hours to oh Maryland. But gosh. going out with B. Mitch to party, <laughs> it was fun. I don't know if you still go out and have a good time. I have a good time. I know you Hey, do. man, I got to keep it young. I know you do. <laughs> Which team's winning the Super Bowl? Oh, man, I don't know. It'll be a coin flip for me. I'm scared of this one. That's why I told you I got to go with I got to go with the old, the total number and things like that. I'm scared to pick a side. Brian Mitchell, that means Chiefs. He's it's scared Chiefs. of Philadelphia. Yep. Oh, no, 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 scared. No, 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 no. If I just felt Philly a win, I'll tell you they'll win. But I'm just – Andy scares me when he has two weeks to prepare. The, the amount of people that have that – have, like former players that have picked Philly is throwing me. It's got – like I told him, it's got like Denver-Seattle vibes, like – when those, people go all on one side, bro. And all the players were like, nope, nah, Seattle's going to win that game. Last one because you played against him too. Is the Micah Parsons-Lawrence-Taylor talk Michael Parsons? fair? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's special, man. I like him. I just tell him this. Stop picking fights with everybody that says something. <laughs> if you if You're you, telling him that? I'm just saying I, I was telling him that. <laughs> if, 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 if you don't care what they say, don't respond to them. By you responding and getting in trouble with uh, fights with everybody, it makes you makes what they're saying now important. Y'all happy with uh, Porzingis over there? No. <laughs> <laughs> Get out for your tea time. Be Mitch in the A number one air hot seat on the home of the Cowboys. One hundred five three. The fan. Is Micah like trash talking with others like a thing? I remember him like 
walking through a huddle once, yeah. but I didn't feel like I didn't feel like this is a consistent issue. With I think him. he I think he means his like social media presence, how he's talking with Kayvon Thibodeau, and there's like he's always got an opinion of everything on Twitter. I think that's more what he's talking about. All right, let's hook up the Tolos for turning it on, leaving it on, supporting us this week out here in Phoenix on Radio Row, the way to do it, and Adam Sandler ticket giveaway. That's right, Tolos. Caller number 10 right now at 877-881-1053 wins a pair of tickets to see Adam Sandler live at the American Airlines Center on February 15th. Tickets are on sale right now at LiveNation.com. That's caller number 10 at 877-881-1053. That was funny, though. Chris Sims was sitting right in back of us as Brian Mitchell was starting to destroy. And I'm telling you, I know he's not the biggest name. I don't know how many Tolos at what age group remember Brian Mitchell uh, who was, like, the best return man in the game for a long, long time. He does not care. He's the type of dude that will fight anyone at any time. Any athlete in D.C. gets mad at him, has an issue or point, good Lord, he is not scared whatsoever. He will uh, he'll go ahead and spit the fire. Yeah. So he did not care no. that Chris Sims was sitting right behind him all buttoned up. No, but, you know, in, 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 in the other, on the other side, no one's really scared of Chris Sims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That top button button is one of the biggest pet peeves I have. I cannot deal with it. Maybe Florio. We can get Florio to have him change it. Florio is going to join us in the final hour today. I can ask him, dude. Seriously, like how annoying? Like how do you how do you deal with it? I couldn't look at that every day. What's what's driving you crazy? His top button or his Jalen Hurts takes? Which top we'll, button. We'll play later. His top button. Quarterback. His take on Jalen is just an opinion. I'm not going to get mad about that. This is a this is a. That's an affront. The top button <laughs> button is 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 it's it's um it's insulting. It really is. 877-881-1053 is the truckwreck.com text line here on DFW Sports Station. Thanks for being a Tolo. I had Cowboys written here, but I kind of just want to go back to Kyrie and the Mavericks and the NBA and the trade deadline stuff. This is a this is an Aaron Rodgers type Cowboy uh what what does Aaron Rodgers go on? These trips. Show. No, no, the trips. The to, oh, he goes on the This is a Cowboys cleanse for me, I feel like, today and this week. Kyrie, NBA, blockbuster trades. How's it all going to work in the Western Conference? Hit us up at 877-881-1053. The Kyrie debut and Kevin Durant traded to the West next on The Fan.